from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage might be a sign that you're a Baby Steps millionaire. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. In case you didn't catch the clue, this is a Baby Steps Millionaire theme hour. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host. This hour, we will be talking to people who are actual millionaires, regardless of how you got there, whether you're an everyday millionaire, meaning you got there starting from nothing but didn't necessarily use the Baby Steps, whether you followed our Baby Steps and became a Baby Steps millionaire, or whether you just hit the lottery, or maybe you're the next Taylor Swift. I don't know. You've got a million dollars, though, and I don't want to. I want to know how you got it because we want to share. Swift's got with, a few more than. She might have a couple than, more than, than one. one million. She might be up. She might be up more than one while we were talking but um anyway million dollars millionaire what is a millionaire it's not someone that makes a million dollars a year a millionaire the definition of a millionaire is your net worth is greater than a million dollars your net worth is what you own minus what you owe your assets minus your liabilities that is your net worth period if you're a cash millionaire that would mean you had at least a million dollars in cash if you're a real estate millionaire, you have at least a million dollars in real estate. But a millionaire is simply what you own minus what you owe equals a million dollars. That's all it is. Nothing else. Is it enough? That's not the discussion. Is it too much? That's not the discussion. Are you a bad Christian? That's not the discussion. We can talk about any of those things if you want to, but we want to talk to real millionaires and find out how they got there. If you are a real millionaire, we'll take your call right now because I want to interview you. The phone number is 888-825-5225, 888 Rachel is in Orange County, but I didn't pick her up. I picked up the wrong line because I'm stupid. All right, Rachel in Orange County. Hey, Rachel, how much is your net worth? Hi, Dave. Hi, Rachel. It's an honor to speak to you today. You and we too. Currently, we currently sit at $3.3 million and we are baby step millionaires. Way to go! Amazing. All right, give me a little breakdown on the 3.3. How's it allocated? What categories? Yes, sir. So we have a 1.7 in our paid-off house. Mm-hmm. We have approximately 1.1 in our retirement account. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100,000 in liquid cash mm-hmm. and about 400,000 in limited partnership investments. Good. All right. Very cool. How old are you guys? I'm 40 and my husband is 48. Okay, cool. And how much of the 3.3 million did you inherit? So we were blessed uh, when uh, my dad left us 350,000 upon his passing mm-hmm. and uh, which was incredibly generous mm-hmm. uh, for him to do. Yeah. But uh, we had already uh, passed our million dollar net worth before that happened. Oh, so you were but, already millionaires. Um, we were, sir. Okay. Wow. So just added to it. Amazing. It's, okay. It so does. what's been your household income best year and worst year since you started adulthood? So, uh, well, Really, probably adulthood. I mean, when we entered uh, into, into our field, uh, we were probably a range of income net of about one hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand. Okay, and the high was three hundred. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. What are your careers? Well, my husband and I are both in law enforcement. Okay. Wow. All right. Very good. All right. In what form? Do you mind saying, or can you? 
Um, yes, sir. So uh, I am a, I'm a supervisor in law enforcement, and my uh, my husband is a, in, in executive leadership in, in a law in our department. Okay, very good. Good for you. Okay, are your degrees in criminal justice? My degree uh, started off in psychology, but I could not do the whole sit in an office uh, thing. So my <laughs> office was my patrol car. And, uh, and then I eventually got my master's in criminal justice mm-hmm. as well as uh, health, uh, human services. Mm-hmm. My husband's uh, degree, uh, he decided to go to junior college for a very long time and then got into law enforcement. And then uh, through the department, got his criminal justice degree, his bachelor's, and then uh, ultimately a master of science in uh, emergency administration. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah so what were you, what, you. what was your uh, GPAs through some of that? Just want to pick out one of them. Well, sir, uh, I, I definitely got a lot more motivated when I became an adult and had skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And so I, I graduated with my master's with a 4.0. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're just average, ordinary, you know, 3.0, you know, in high school and college. So, but we, we've really kind of turned, turned up the heat when, uh, when we became adults. Okay. So, um, what do you tell people that, that, you know, you're 40, 48 years old, there's a, a 24-year-old looking to go into law enforcement, and they say, yeah, but there's no money in that. Um, I'll, never, I'll never be a millionaire. Um, what do you tell them? How do you tell them? Do you tell them to do this? It's, yes, and this is something we're, we're actually very fortunate. Um, we, we live this. We tell this to our young, uh, young uh, deputies that start off. I mean, this is something very that, that changed our life, Dave, and we're grateful for you, and we're grateful for this program. We just actually finished up uh, – facilitating in our church uh, in FPU. We just got done with our nine weeks. Um, our, our, our people just graduated this past uh, Tuesday. So it's something that we're going to continue to to give back and do that. But yeah, you absolutely can do it, but you have to get on a budget. You have to live below your means. And then also your choice in spouse is one of the most important decisions in your life. Hmm. And I have been so blessed beyond comprehension with my husband. He's the best partner in life and love that I could have ever prayed for and asked for. He's absolutely selfless and selfless and inspires me every day to be a better person, to be a better partner, just to be a better contributor. And we might not always see eye to eye on everything, but we both always try to at least remain open to each other's ideas. Because I'll tell you, in, in true honesty, I went kicking and screaming to SPU in 2014. And it was because of uh, it was because of a friend uh, that we worked with. She was diagnosed with rare cancer, and when we were looking at how we could financially contribute to help them through this difficult time, it, we could not give what we wanted to give without it crippling us financially. And I knew that I needed to change, and I knew that we needed to do something different with the tremendous blessings of this career and our finances. And I was not being a good steward of those finances. And it was truly like God had placed us in that class at that time in 2014. And that first class, I was an absolute convert. I was a free spirit that has transformed into a nerd at times. And I I can't believe the amazing things that um, this has set forth for us. It has changed our family tree. um, And we just, we are so grateful. Wow. We're grateful for you. Wow. What a great story. I love it. And so inherited nothing until after you were millionaires, $3.3 million net worth by 40 and 48 years old. You guys are amazing. Impressive. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Very, very, very well done. The secret sauce too is uh, once once we really committed to tithing and giving God His first and best, magic things happen. God, you cannot outgive give God, and uh, we are just mm. we're living testament to that. 
Amen and amen. And thank you for leading Financial Peace University classes and for helping out those deputies. Yes. Very good stuff. Congratulations, Rachel. Thanks for calling in. Baby Steps Millionaires Theme Hour. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. Where we talk to real millionaires to find out how they really did it. Not your broke brother-in-law's opinion, but how you really build wealth. Where does it really come from in America today? Which gives you the best chance. And um, By the way, we've never interviewed someone that said they did it with Bitcoin. We've never interviewed someone that said they did it with airline miles from their credit cards we've never interviewed someone who said they got rich with whole life life insurance we have never interviewed someone that said i became a millionaire because i lease cars just giving you some insight some things to think about and then we've been doing this a long time sherry is with us next in destin florida sherry what's your net worth Hey, Dave, it is $3.4 million. Love it. Give me a little breakdown on that by category. Okay, well, I have a little over $2 million in real estate. Mm-hmm. I have uh, some CDs and uh, mutual funds. Mm-hmm. How much are the CDs? Uh, well, I'm just getting started back into that since the uh, interest rates are going up. Mm-hmm. So about around 100000 Okay, and how much in mutual funds? Uh, around 250000 Okay. What's the rest of it? Um, the in be- Right now, I have sold a few houses in the last few years, and I've been holding on to the cash that's in the bank, and I'm getting ready to reinvest it. But I've been kind of watching from the sidelines to see where, what would be the best avenue. So. so you're sitting on like a million cash? Uh, I hate to say it, but uh, close to it. Yeah, okay. Right. I was actually thinking about, I have uh, nine houses, and I was contemplating on buying another one, but mm-hmm. I was also waiting on that. <laughs> okay. How old are you? I am 62. Cool. All right. And uh, how much of this $3.4 million did you inherit? None. Zero. Okay. And what's your best year working lifetime and your worst year working lifetime, your income? I'm going to have to say probably last year was my, uh, well, not this last present year, not 2022, but 2021 was my best. 
and probably in my worst was uh, the first year after I was divorced, 29 yep. What'd you years make? ago. What'd you make? Around $5,000. Okay. What'd you make last year in 21? Oh, 21, I made uh, like 76000 Okay. Wow. What's your career? I am a musician, a photographer, and uh, owner of the rental houses. Okay. Do you have a degree, four-year degree? I I have a two-year degree uh-huh. in recreational leadership. Uh-huh. Okay. What was your GPA? Uh, 3.5. Okay. If you're talking to someone 22, 32 years old out there, 30, 40 years behind you, can they still do this, and what should they do if they want to be you when they grow up? Um, well, I'd say uh, find something that you love to do and find a way to make money at it. That's basically what I did. Um, even if, uh, the photography didn't come and play until my forties, but that was like my second love to music, which I didn't start that as a career until I was in my early thirties, um, along with the rental houses. But I would say, find something you love to do, find a way to make money at it. Also pay cash for cars and most things that you can and save, save, save. You've been a savings machine. <laughs> I have, because to be honest, uh, when I became a millionaire, I probably only had made, I think I made 75000 one year, um, 2000 maybe eight it was. The rest of the time, it was between thirty and fifty. Pretty impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Because for a lot of people, they think, you know, that your income um, has everything to do with it, right? In a sense that, you know, that their habits. Oh, yeah you know, aren't as big of a deal, but you're the, you're the living proof. Your story is no, what you do with that income is what changes the game. Exactly. Um, I had a lot of friends who made a lot more money than me, Yeah, but they didn't have what I had. I just always kept my mouth shut and just kept going on with my plan and, and looking forward. You're amazing. Well done, Sherry. Very well done. Excellent. Excellent job. I love it. Michael and Jody are with us in Fresno. Hey, guys, what's your net worth? Hi, Dave and Rachel. Nice to meet Hi, you. Hi, Dave and Rachel. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you too. Um, our net worth is about 1.25. Okay. 1.25. Give me a little breakdown on that by category. Uh, we have 500 in a 401k. We have about 55000 in a Roth IRA, uh, 225 in a pension, about three sixty five in our house. We still owe about fifty five thousand on our house. So uh-huh. once that's paid off, or you know, about three sixty five, uh-huh. about forty cash, and about thirty in our cars. Way to go! How old are you guys? I am fifty eight, Dave, uh-huh. and I'm fifty five. Okay, awesome, cool. very good. And how much of this one point two five did you inherit? Zero. Zero. All right. What's the mm-hmm. best year income? of your working life and your worst year income of your working life, household income? I would say 100000 as our best mm-hmm. and probably forty worst. Okay. And what are your careers? Dave, I uh, drive a truck for a food service company. And I work in admin in a doctor's office. Okay. All right. Cool. Are you have four-year degrees or two-year degrees? Zero. Uh, zero degrees. Uh I didn't graduate from high school, Dave. Okay. Wow. What was your high school GPA, uh, Jody? I would say probably about 3.5. 
Okay. And Michael dropped out his senior year, and then he went back and got his GED. Oh, good. And neither awesome. one of us went to college. Okay, cool. Cool. So why why are you millionaires? What did you do? What do you tell people if they want to follow in your footsteps? <laughs> well, thank you for asking. And, and Michael filled out the application for this and didn't tell me until afterwards and then <laughs> surprised me with the phone call to be on this show. So he's like, I'm going to let you do the talking. Oh. So I just want to say I got a song, but you, you get me. the talk, yeah. <laughs> well, just because she was, she was a huge part of it, she actually took your uh, FPU class and yes, um, by herself, I might say, and uh, brought it home to me and said, "Hey, I want to do this. So you want to be on board?" And I said, "Sure, let's let's do it." So we went ahead and did that. So she's because of you and in your class, she really kicked this off. So and yeah. and she's she's just a really good budget budgeter and and knows how to handle money. So. Well, we've always had a budget, but not until we took your class about 15 plus years ago. And the envelope system, oh my gosh, I fell in love with your envelope system. And I just thank you for sharing your wisdom over the years that I think God has given that to you. I love how you, um, you know, we always agree and we say that everything that we have comes from the Lord, but I never really how you use the analogy of he just wants us to manage it. He wants us to be good managers. And so that's how we feel about it. And so we, um, the envelope system has just transformed our finances and I share it with everybody. Mike and I, we've even gone on Facebook live and done a couple of budgeting videos just because we like, I could talk about budgeting all day and we always give credit to you for the envelope system. Um, and we share that just to encourage people that it's not too late. You can, you know, save up for things. We were able to cash fund our youngest daughter's wedding. Um, we were able to um, pay cash for a car that we bought. It was three years old at the time, but we would have never been able to do that. And so we're just so grateful and we just love to share it with other people and encourage them that it can be done. Well, you did today. Yeah, my philosophy is if you work, if you actually work, you make money and you can be able to save some of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's genius that's just genius <laughs> i love it i completely agree i completely agree quit trying to figure out a way to not work oh well man. done you guys you guys are amazing beautifully done fabulous man i love it thanks for sharing that is great oh uh, so we got master's degrees two-year junior college and high school graduate and ged yeah so far we've got the, the full map. spectrum the full All spectrum the so far of millionaires calling in i think we don't see a correlation there this is the ramsey show America gained two and a half new millionaires last year. The number of rich people in the world rose at a rapid pace last year, boosted by gains in the stock market and house prices. As many as 5.2 million people became millionaires worldwide, with the United States being two and a half million. The largest increase in millionaire numbers recorded for any country in any year in this century. Hmm. Pretty interesting. 
Worldwide, the number of millionaires stands at about 62.5 million. Last numbers I had showed the U.S. at about 15 million. I don't see it mentioned in this article what they are, how many of them there are in this, um, you know, this thing. Well, a million dollars is not enough. Well, it's interesting that they said gains from the stock market because I feel like... Market's down though now. I know. So I guess um, it was just last year after twenty twenty. Last year, last year yeah. it was up. So yeah, but you've got then you've got twenty twenty three to or twenty twenty two to help you with that problem. It came back down. Yeah. So, no. Uh we're talking to real millionaires this year, wanting to know how you really did it. Our research team did the largest study of millionaires ever done in North America. We studied over ten thousand of them. And we found the top five careers of millionaires. Uh very interesting. Engineer was number one, accountant was number two, teacher was number three, management number four, number five was attorney. MDs, medical doctors, didn't make the top five. They're Mm. number six. Teachers are number three. And um, what we couldn't figure out was that teacher one kind of doesn't fit in there with the rest of these. You kind of go, yeah, I get it. I mean, management, accountant, engineer, I get that. They, A, make money, B, they're you know, very numbers oriented, but teachers, attorneys, attorneys make money. Some of them, but a lot of them got a lot of debt. And so the net worth of right. that still being there. Um, but, but one thing we, we finally kept looking at this and going, okay, this is not a mistake. All of these career paths are process people. They're not flash in the pan people. Uh, attorneys, you use a process to work your way through the law. It's logical. It's critical thinking. You do this, then you do this, then you do this. If you don't, the judge doesn't let you move. You know, that kind of thing. You know, business is a series of processes and systems. Accounting, engineering, teachers, lesson planning, you know, running a classroom. It's a process for a greater result over a long period of time. None of these are get-rich-quick kind of flash-in-the-pan, random kind of movement chaotic people right they live day in and day out in their careers in this method yeah they're very method way driven. Of, yes way of living so naturally that's going to leak into other areas of your life you're naturally that's how you're bent and that's how you're spending 40 hours 40 plus hours a week in that same mindset that's fascinating exactly and the other thing that we revealed like our uh, last caller there uh last two callers actually uh, one-third of the millionaires in our study, we found 33% of them had never made a household income of over $100,000. And two of our three so far have not. Uh, very interesting. So we reveal all of this and put the study white paper in the back of the book. Uh, all of the processes that we have studied for 30 years to show people how they became millionaires in the number one bestseller, Baby Steps Millionaires. We launched it last January. It is a huge blockbuster bestseller. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, how you can use the seven baby steps as the fastest right way to become wealthy and uh, to be unbelievably, unreasonably generous. And uh, this is the first time ever right now. It's on sale for $10 at our website at RamseySolutions.com. Nice job for the holidays. $10 for Baby Steps Millionaires. John is in Statesboro, Georgia. John, what is your net worth? Hey, about a million dollars right now. Okay, your phone just cut out. Try again. How much? Hey, Dave, I'm sorry. We're around $7 million right now. Wow, very good. Give me a little breakdown on that by category. Well, we probably have 
two or three million in cash actually, and we own a substantial amount of real estate, probably ten million dollars worth of real estate. And we don't have any in the stock market, really. We have a little bit in retirement. My wife just retired. She's 36. She was a nurse for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you may see we have an interesting story. We've never made over 100 grand for the past 10 years. And we just tackled it. We, we opened the business and tackled it on it. And I think last year we made $1.3 million was what we pay taxes on. What is your business? Well, I graduated college and I was worked at a grocery store as a stalker and my wife was a nurse and she went to school and we, we paid for college ourselves, had jobs and um, I ended up opening a small grocery store and I sold it and now we have 10 grocery stores that we own and um, that we own the property to in the business. So that's what we're into is a grocery business. Ah, so the net worth on the grocery business was 1.3 or the net income was 1.3 or the gross. That had to be the net. Well, I'm, that was just my net that I pay taxes on. Yeah, yeah, that's so that what was the income I drew out of it. That's so what you I, really took home. Yeah. So what? Is, so your career is the grocery business. Did, did yes, you get a degree? Well, I did. I got a business degree, but we're not big fans of college. You know, I think it's overpriced, and we're, we have four children, and um, I think there's a lot of other opportunities out there. Yeah. But yes, I did get a degree in four years, and so did my wife. When you pay for it, you tend to do it on time. I hear you. Okay, and you're a GPA? Um, I had a decent GPA, probably like a 3.2. Now, my wife had a 4.0 through college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. She, she's a little smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Always the case. Always the case. Yes, so you would attribute your wealth, which you've done unbelievable. How old are you? Uh, 36. We're Thir- both 36. Wow. Great job. And, and you inherited zero, it sounds like, from the story. We heard a little bit from some people, but other than that, we were happy to help. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you know you, your your story is an entrepreneur story. You yes, built a, you built you know, a business is where your money came from. It is, but you know during the process, we never lived within our means. We I I never bought a twenty ounce soda until I had a million dollar net worth, and we you know we never missed a tithe. We we always did what's right. And um, we just we just kept grinding and grinding. And my wife worked hard for those years while I kind of pursued some of our dreams. So, so you're plowing you're success. plowing everything back into the business, and she's fee- she's paying the light bill with her nursing job. That's correct. But you know, when you got so most of this business is paid for, um, there's some debt on some of the real estate portion. But when you got a lot of that kind of, a lot of that cash flow, it really just kind of comes on y'all at once. You know, once you get out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it did. You, you guys are incredible. Okay, so uh, what are you telling the next generation? You're 36. What's the 26 or 24-year-old dude that's watching us on YouTube right now? Oh, I was 26 years old, and my wife and I both took a financial peace university class. We were in $400,000 in debt at the time, non-business related. Oh, wow. And we, we worked and worked and worked. I mean, it was a lot of it was our house. Some of it was some rental properties that we had debt on, and we did anything we could do. My wife went and worked at another hospital. I went and worked at another store. I started the business after business, and we just any time we made a dollar, we just we basically invested in ourselves. So my my advice would be to invest in yourself and do it wisely. Yeah, you put in a lot of long hard hours in the last decade. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
but now you're 36 and can do anything you want to do, right? Well, we paid cash for 300 acres, and me and my son are hunting this afternoon after school. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So the Lord's definitely been good to us, Dave. Yeah, I think he has, and uh, I think you planted plenty of corn, and he brought the rain and the sun. You did Amen. not plant Amen. sparingly. You re- you're reaping a bonus because you planted a bonus. Well done, sir. Very, well, very proud you. of you. Good stuff. Well, good great to talk- job, John. Good to talk to you, man. You're, you're an incredible young guy. Very cool. $7 million. In the grocery business. Just doing it. In a decade. It's amazing. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Yep, there you go. Nothing fancy. Just get it. <laughs> Didn't he? I don't think he was quiet quitting, was he? Quite the opposite of quiet no. quitting. A lot of hard work. A lot of hard work John and his wife went through. Well done, John. This is a Baby Steps Millionaire theme hour. Scripture of the day, John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Craig Rochelle said, be careful not to blame yourself if someone rejects Christ. If you do, you might be tempted to take credit when someone accepts him. Ooh. It's mm. our friend Craig. Pastor you were just, with, uh, you were just with Pastor Craig and Amy the other day, weren't you? I was. Last week. Yeah. Was it last week? Week before last? I know. Time gets away I'm now. losing my, we were, my focus we were in head, November. I don't know where I want. I don't know off. where I am. We I don't all, even know where I am right now, let's be honest. <laughs> we all over America in the last 45 days speaking to you folks, and we're honored to do it. It's a Baby Steps Millionaire Theme Hour. Sal Chen is with us in Seattle. Hey, Sal Chen, what's your net worth? Hello, uh, it's an honor to speak with you guys. You uh, too. So right now our net worth is uh, around $1.65 million. Excellent. Give me a little breakdown on that by category. Uh, it's uh, spread across uh, real estate and uh, 401k and uh, in other investments uh, in mutual funds. How much is in real estate? Um, so I, I think uh, around one point. Uh, gross one point five, one point six, I think. Okay, and how much in uh, your four hundred one k? Four hundred one k is uh, around three hundred. Okay, cool. And, and then how much in the mutual funds that are not retirement? Uh, around three hundred, three hundred fifty, if I'm not wrong. Excellent. Well done. Uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm thirty four. My life is thirty two. Good, cool. And how much of this did you inherit? Uh, nothing. Zero. Okay. And how much? What's your best year of income since you've been working, and your worst year of income since you've been working? Household income. So uh, our income has been growing every year, um, and so the best year was the last year, and of course the worst year was uh, when I was a student here. Okay. Uh, how much did you end. make? How what was your income when you were a student? Uh, nothing. I had to uh, borrow money to pay for my... Gotcha. Degree. And, and what's so. been your best year working income-wise? What was your income? Uh, 
So last year, I think we made around $350,000. Wow. What do you do for a living? So I'm in uh, a tech company here in the Pacific Northwest. And what do you do for the tech company? Uh, I'm a software engineer. Ah, okay. Very good. You have a four-year degree in that, in information systems, or what? Uh, so I did my uh, bachelor's degree in uh, in India, and I moved here for my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where my, that's how uh, uh, my education is, and yeah. Gotcha. So your master's is in information systems, or what? Yes. Okay. That's right. Okay. Cool. And uh, your GPA? Uh, I want to say it's around three point six. Okay. Cool. All right. And uh, so talk to uh, the person out there who's come here from another country like you did. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is this possible still? And what is the secret to becoming a millionaire? Oh, it's very much possible. And you just have to, um, you know, uh, uh, be uh, go to college, finish a degree, and land a job, and uh, start investing from your very first paycheck. Um, that's I believe that's the secret. Sounds logical to me, brother. Hey, thank you for calling and sharing your story. We really appreciate it. Let's see if we can sneak in one more. David is in Charlotte, North Carolina. David, what is your net worth? Two million. Two million. Give me a little breakdown by category. Well, my primary residence, which I paid off, is worth about three quarters of a million. I've got uh, commercial real estate about four hundred sixty-five. I've got a couple of retirement accounts I haven't tapped yet, but they're worth uh, about a half a million. Um, and then I have uh, cash accounts, uh, you know, cash brokers, non-retirement accounts with another hundred uh, hundred thousand, about fifty thousand in cash, uh, about a hundred thousand in things that go vroom with motors. <laughs> uh, one of which surprisingly is appreciating, but I, I didn't buy it for an investment. I bought it because it's fun with my kids. About forty thousand in five twenty nine plans, fifteen thousand in a health savings account. And I bought one I bond this year for ten thousand. Okay, so uh, how old are you? Fifty three. How much of this did you inherit? Seventy thousand uh, when my dad passed, and uh, I gotta say it it made such a difference at that time. It's not a big percentage of my net worth now, but it insulated me from so many risks. But the real, uh, the real gift I got from him was what he told me growing up was about eighty-five percent consistent with uh, what you tell people. Mm. Wow. Okay. About money. Yeah. What do you do for a living? I'm retired. I'm a uh, uh, from paid work. I'm a a widower, stay-at-home dad now. So mm-hmm. I, I make dinner and I shop and I sweep up dog hair. What was your <laughs> What was your career? I, I was an IT uh, manager for local county government. Okay, and you did well enough that uh, with this uh, taking care of kiddos and the situation you find yourself in, that you don't have to work anymore. That's excellent. I love that. It, I opened a, a IRA when I was a senior in college. Okay. So what is the secret to getting to a $2 million net worth by 53 years old in your mind? Well, you know, I'm sorry you don't have more time. I'll just give you the bullets, man, because it's, I saved early and often. Mm -hmm. I I, I did something for money since age 11. Like I saved up 8,000 from paper roots 
and working for $3.15 an hour in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So regularly putting by from your paycheck and then investing and leaving it alone, which is super hard for me to do. I had to open a second account, which is like a tiny, like 3% of my net worth. I can allow, I allow myself to lose money by trading too much in that account, basically. <laughs> um, but well, I, I learned the more I touched it and the more I looked, the worse I did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Buy, buy and hold really works better than messing around with it. Amen. Uh, and, and then not overspending on a house, avoiding the two income trap. My late wife and I bought a fixer upper. We fixed it up. We lived in it for eight years, but then we, uh, we managed to qualify for a mortgage on a completely different house without having to sell that house. And so we rented it to a nice older couple. And so I got the appreciation of two houses uh, while we were renting as a mediocre landlord. It's not for me. I managed to yeah. both not make any money and tick off the tenants, <laughs> but they, they paid me, they paid down the mortgage. So like when we, when I sold it, it like they, I paid it off with their help, but they, they, I put 42,000 the six years they rented it towards the mortgage from their rent. I love it. Very well done, David. So Proud good. of you, man. Congratulations. Very well done. Okay, millionaires we talked to today, 3.3 million, 4.3.4125, and 2 million. Uh, the only person that inherited anything prior to having a million dollars was this last one. He inherited 70,000. Yeah. Uh, one couple inherited 350 after they were already millionaires. Law enforcement, uh, truck driver, grocery store owner, software engineer, IT manager, retired, and a musician all over the map uh what's the proof here anybody can do it rachel which i love the um all all the questions that you ask but you get the you get the range of ages the range of income the range of of jobs and careers but it's that consistent live on less than you make put money away and work hard yep 34 32 36 age 58 55 62 48 40 and 53 so uh, no one under 30, no one over 60, but one. Over 65. Over say. 60. No one over 65. That'd be mm-hmm. why I'm saying it. Yeah. So um, the, this is consistent, too, with the findings of the study that we published in Baby Steps Millionaires. So um, and to think how the rest of America, the stats that we're seeing, living paycheck to paycheck, the rise of credit card debt, and it's just continuing to live on the edge, on the edge, on the edge, on the edge, on the edge. And all these people are saying, don't live on the edge. Don't live on the edge. There you go do the boring stuff it works that puts us out of the ramsey show in the books thanks rachel cruz austin ben zach andrew james and will everybody in the booth thank you the booth dudes that puts this hour in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. 